Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So because it is uh, June, uh, we have committed to speaking to young people during this youth month. And uh, today we're speaking to Moteo Brody, who's a social justice activist and legal researcher in the Education Rights Program at the Public Interest Law Center at Section 27. Moteo, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. Thank you so much for having me. Well, listen, you, you're one of our young people that we want to profile today and to see the world through your eyes, Mateo. But I'm, I'm quite keen in, in hearing your take on the state of many, many things. Working at Section mm. 27, you are at the forefront of what is going on, for instance, in our education, in our basic education. And your observation there, especially now during this COVID-19 period. Sheesh, um, I think, you know, it's been such a crisis, especially because we know how broken our education system is. Um, as someone that's wor- that works at Section 27, I think it's known that Section 27 has done quite a lot of work on, um, you know, the sanitation issues in, in our public education system. Um, and this COVID-19 crisis has exposed a lot of these um, issues. For instance, we know that hygiene is a crucial um, aspect of mitigating against COVID-19. However, we still had many schools that had no water and had no, um, you know, safe and appropriate sanitation infrastructure. Many schools still use pit toilets. And it's been such a challenge and, you know, it's worrying because now we're seeing increases in, you know, um, our schools becoming hotspots for for, for COVID-19 infections. But, yeah, um, our education system is quite broken and this is um, this is COVID-19 has only highlighted and exposed um, how broken the system is. And, you know, for a young person like yourself, um, you know, you speak obviously of the bigger challenges, your personal challenges as, as, as a young person in this space right now. Sheesh, I think, you know, um, one of the biggest challenges um, in as I reflect on my own personal life um, and the country in general um, the education system is quite broken. Um, we know, as I've spoken about, the inequality. Um, rural schools having dilapidated infrastructure, township schools being overcrowded. Um, and so it's a challenge for young people to get out of that system. And if they're lucky enough to get out of that system, um, they go into universities and you know, are faced with various funding challenges and other general challenges in universities. And if they're lucky enough to get through that system, um, you know, youth unemployment is also a huge issue. Mm. Personally, I was also, um, I fa- after graduating in 2017, I faced um, a year, a full year of unemployment. Um, and, you know, the, the stats of, on, on youth unemployment are quite scary. Um, the latest stats, I think, from Stats essay indicate that 60% of the youth is unemployed. Yeah. And so, you know, that's been my, that was a big challenge of mine and that was quite demotivating, especially for one to go through all these systems and once you even graduate from university, you aren't even able to get a job. And Muta, what did you, what did you understand the reasons you were not getting employment were? Well, I think the issues are quite structural, right? Um, it's, I, I could reduce it to my own personal case, mm. but the issues are structural. As I've said, 60% of um, my peers in my generation are not able to find a job. Um, and I think, you know, there needs to be a structural change. Unfortunately, you know, how the economy is set up and youth unemployment are all structural issues that need change 
on a policy level. And my worry is that the youth, um, today's gener- we, our generation has no real participation and no real representation at government level because the only sort of change that we're going to, to, to see or the only sort of um, level where this situation can be changed is at a policy level. And so participation and representation at those levels, I think, is quite crucial. Matteo Brody, social justice activist there. He's an LLB degree, a graduate from Ritz University, also works at Section 27, just giving us his perspective. We've just had no time, having had to take that particular um, press briefing earlier on, we've just had to squeeze so many of the things that we were planning to do. We couldn't get through to everything. We'll get to those things tomorrow. We do beg your pardon. And and I think this this conversation was important. It would have been wrong for us not to take that press briefing. Uh, many of you were waiting for it. You were eager for it. It's now happened. Bongi Gwala will extend more of his insights on that particular show around that uh, EFF press briefing and other things happening. So we're just going to take a quick break and continue with the show.